Hello Geekscapists, welcome to episode 157 of Geekscape. That's right, we've been with you for over three years, and uh, Gilmore, why don't you wave to the audience? Drink! That right there is Gilmore getting you guys started on, hopefully, uh, not your first Geekscape, but in case it is, this is your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast. I'm Jonathan Lennon, your host, and every week I like to talk to a guest about the latest news and reviews in movies, video games, and comics. Uh, we've had a huge week this week. Mr. Bibiani, you are a Geekscape regular. Um, Hello. And, um, I am a Geekscape regular. You're a Geekscape regular. You came on the show two weeks ago to talk about pre-Oscars. Now that it's post-Oscars, we're going to yes. get your opinion on it. Oh, but snap. it's been a pretty busy week in entertainment. It has been a reasonably busy week in entertainment. Yes, things have happened in the entertainment industry that will affect us later and now. And we will talk about it on Geekscape. <laughs> but on a personal level. On a personal level, because that's what we talk about here. Um, have you been? Okay. <laughs> He's ready to talk. What do you want from me? I don't know what you want from me. We've had plenty of episodes about us. You know, but, but, but we haven't seen him in two weeks. The new website is launched. The new what website is that? awesome. You like the new website? Everyone likes the new website. Everybody likes the new website. There are, a couple, there are a couple bugs, a couple things that you guys are still trying to figure out about As it. with any public Yeah, data. I'm having trouble using italics. Not anymore. <gasps> go back to posting news, baby. I'm going to go back to posting news <laughs> the right bold, now. The bold Holy italics. Holy shit. You, that's the way it works with Geekscape. You guys tell me the problem, I'll file the problem, and then Jarrett, in time, will fix the problem, depending on what I believe to be the urgency of that issue. Indeed. So, uh, yeah. There's we, a pull down. Yeah, so, so we fixed that. Um, guys, I hope you guys are enjoying the new site. Bibiani, I, I actually know how he's doing, because every time I go over to his apartment, he leaves the door wide open. Yeah. You have like a, come on in, nature I, to your I, apartment. I, I'm trying to go back to that old like college dormitory kind of feel to it, where... If doors close and there's a tie on and having sex, otherwise, come on in. Come on in. Everyone just uh, just jump on board the Bibiani train. Yeah, I mean, when are you going to let go of that belief that some girl's going to come in and just randomly blow you and then you're not going to be able to talk to her again? You and know she, what? She when, sucks when, the conversation. when it stops happening. <laughs> okay? Bibiani, the luckiest geek here. Um... Okay, the big movie that came out this week was Alice in Wonderland. This is Tim Burton's recreation, reinterpretation of the uh, classic story. This time, it's in 3D. Uh, it's got... Um, who's, the, who's the main girl playing Alice? It's Nobody knows who she is. It's, this, it's a relatively new actress. She looks like uh, the love child of Gwyneth Paltrow and that blonde chick from Goonies. But... name I cannot remember for the life of me, and it's killing me. But, uh, but she's surrounded by a couple stars. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, Helen Bonner Carter. Helen Bonner Carter. Uh, uh, the voices of Alan Rickman, Stephen Fry, mm -hmm. uh, Mike, uh, Michael Sheen uh, is in it, Imelda Staunton. But you, everyone British, basically, so, just came out. So you, you, you've got her surrounded in this world, yeah. and um, and you guys all know the story of Alice in Wonderland, you know. Uh, and it's... Well, it's got kind of a Return to Oz kind of vibe to it now, because it's because it's she's older. She's like 18. Yeah, she's, she's like, 18, 20. At the, at the beginning of the movie, it looks like she's about to get like engaged to someone who's a total dick. Uh, and uh, then she goes back to Wonderland, but she had remembered all of this as kind of being a dream before. When she was a kid, right? Yeah. So basically, it's it's it's, it's pretty much almost exactly like it. And now uh, Wonderland has been conquered by an evil. Well, it's the same evil queen, right? But uh, you know, it's Red Queen's conquered everything, and she has to find her courage once again and reunite with old friends in order to save the day. Is Bibiani just nailed it. So it's not an origin story. It's not an origin story. It's 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 it's. It's got much... bookends, and yeah. the first bookend uh, 
you know, Alice's dad is 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 in a meeting with his friends at the mm-hmm. at the mansion, and she calls him in and because she can't dreamer. sleep. Yeah, she she he's a dreamer. Yeah. He, he, she's literally a dreamer she's having bad dreams she's having bad dreams and she explains this dream that we all know is yeah. the Alice in Wonderland story that's true as an older girl she's escaping from this guy uh, mm-hmm. who who is he's not, he's not evil he's just a total douche and no one would ever want to marry right. him except for the he, fact that he's wealthy yeah yeah he's very wealthy he's probably he's not, he's not evil he's, he's just a sort of, lord he's a dork you don't right. want to marry him he's, really, he's, he's the uh, what do you call it he's the Baxter yeah, he's yeah. the Baxter. Yeah, uh, she chases the the rabbit yeah. into, the, into the rabbit hole and yeah. lands in uh, Wonderland. And lands in Wonderland, where people have been anxiously awaiting her return so she can uh, save the day again because she's kind of a chosen one. Basically, but she has no memory of this. She thinks yeah. that what she's experiencing is a dream, yeah. and uh, it takes a little while for her to find her heroism yeah. and save Wonderland at the same time. Mm-hmm. Bibiani, right off the bat, what did you think of the movie? You know, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I think it is it is it was gorgeous. I even I'm not a big fan of 3D, but I thought the 3D was certainly more dreamlike and fantastical uh, it, it was more effective for me than Avatar as like a visual feast okay. my, one com- my one complaint with the film which I think was very good and I liked it a lot was a little shallower than I thought it, than I thought it would be or it should be because Alice in Wonderland you know was full of ideas and subtext and, uh, and uh, meaningful imagery and, and all these crazy like logic puzzles basically mm-hmm. like the idea that all these kinds of circular logic everyone like says things that should make sense but really make no sense whatsoever and it really engaged the reader not just on an emotional level, but on an intellectual level. And I feel like almost all of that intellectual content was more or less lost in favor of returning to these like great characters. And all the characters and everything are great. I just felt like some of that, what really made Alice in Wonderland special, took a back seat. I agree with you 100% on your assessment. Um, although then I, we're done. I, although I will say that... Um, See you next week! No, I, <laughs> I actually think that the, the movie was great. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I, uh, I really, really enjoyed the movie, which was a surprise for me because I'm not a Tim Burton fan. Aww. Uh, uh, I'm really not a Tim Burton fan. What, what, what I, don't you like about Tim Burton? Uh, I feel like sometimes he gets fascinated by an aspect which isn't the main point of the entire movie you know yeah, he, no, he, he becomes that. more fascinated with the joker than batman well that's an easy trap to fall into that, in all fairness is it you're I making think a, mo- a, you're making a, a movie movies, called batman a lot of movies particularly superhero movies end up making the villains more interesting than the heroes they they I, i'm not saying really? it's a good thing no it's not a good I, thing. I, I think i think but, it happens but, a lot. But, then you, but then you have these other movies where he where he yeah. becomes enamored with 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 things like willy wonka rather than than the, the the kid who goes into the oh, factory. Oh, that kid is completely I mean, lost. I like that movie, but that kid I mean, is completely lost for two thirds of that movie. He's wow, gone. Like He's gone. I actually do like that movie. But 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 he gets trapped in the in, in style over substance. Absolutely, I think I think and, that's something you can very easily. And so say going about into him, this, yeah. all you saw in the previous Alice in Wonderland was a lot of style. That's true. And I was like, wow, Johnny yeah. Depp is over. Everything's over stylized. This, yeah. This all looks crazy. Yeah. I really hope there's a story in there somewhere. Yeah. And what I found when I sat down was a story that was very easy to follow. Yep. Very, the script was very economic, very economical, and a little conventional perhaps, but it was you know it's it's geared towards a younger extremely audience, extremely so serviceable. Well. It was very, you know, it, was, it did its job. It did its and, job well. Yeah. And, one thing and I, I followed the entire movie. I think yeah. it was well paced. I think Absolutely. the entire movie uh, was was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I mean, the visuals were, yeah. were so creative with the with the uh, with the force perspectives that they were doing. Oh the, yeah, the, the, the digital oh, yeah. force perspectives. Really nicely done. Yeah. And um, in, at the end of the day, it reminded me of a movie like the Narnia films or yeah. a Never-Ending Story. I was sure. thinking of. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking it had, it had a very rather than being of, the Alice yeah. Wonderland we knew as kids, it felt a lot like an adventure fantasy. Right, right. It was all. I mean, I no, really, I really, so really enjoyed this movie. I, I really enjoyed it too. I'd recommend everyone to actually see it in in theaters and really check it out and, and really see it in three D. See it in three D. Unless, unless you can. I, here's the thing: I don't recommend seeing Avatar in three D. 
I recommend seeing this in 3D mm-hmm. because it's just it, it again it's it's dreamlike. Who do you recommend seeing Avatar? Who who are you recommending to see Avatar? I'm, period. I'm saying if you have to see Avatar, don't see it in 3D. I've heard the opposite of that. I know. Well, what's your shit? Well, first off, it's not particularly a good movie. I don't think they need the extra money. <laughs> uh, uh, secondly, and here's my, you know, here's my problem with 3D in general, and I think it's something that I, even Alice in Wonderland uh, uh, does, is the problem with it, even with the new polarized glasses, you lose it like two stops of light right. through these glasses. So everything gets a lot darker. I, I, every once in a while when I was watching Alice in Wonderland, everything seemed like really dark and kind of grimy. It looked like I was watching Pan's Labyrinth. I took my glasses off and it's really bright. Mm-hmm. And and as a result of that, I think what happens is is that it, everything gets kind of like the one thing Avatar actually did kind of well was that it, it always had these bright highlights, these neon highlights throughout stuff, and that helped. But I think Avatar it had a neat uh, element to it where it starts off very confined and it gets bigger. But then once it was done with that, the, the 3D didn't actually expand upon the film mm-hmm. for me. At no point in the film did I say to myself, "Well, thank God this is in 3D." It was an it was an action adventure. It was okay in 3D. I saw it in 3D. What do you think? And whatever it is, it's rough. <laughs> it, but, but, this, uh, but, it, but but yeah. this one, but this one, as I said, because it it everything is so much more. Because Avatar, for all of its fantastical craziness, was very grounded. James Cameron and was taking everything very hyper... seriously. This is dreamlike. Yeah, this is dreamlike. This is, I keep saying it, but but it's true. And it, Alice keeps thinking it's a dream, and then the 3D contributes to that because everything you see just feels like a little off. But the thing is, and here's the thing I've noticed even with Alice in Wonderland. About halfway through the film, I stop noticing the 3D. Yeah. I, I get so used to it that it becomes meaningless. Well, was it that or, or was it what happened with me? With, with me, it, it felt like the hyper-stylization of everything never, never trampled over the story and the characters yeah. that I was really, really, really into. Sure. I mean, the, the movie works at a clip, and the conversations mm-hmm. work at a clip, and the fun visual gags work at a clip. Absolutely. And, and, and you're there. I, mean, I'm, I, I worry that the people who are giving this bad reviews, and there are a couple of them on the Geekscape site now, are people who, they just didn't see Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland the way it was intended. You know, and you you know, know and that happens. The first time I saw mm-hmm. Superman Returns, yeah. I think I saw the Superman Returns that we remember. The second yeah. time I saw it, I was like, okay, I think I'm seeing Brian Singer's Superman Returns. Yeah, you see what they're getting and at. And I'm enjoying yeah. it a little bit more. Yeah. But I feel like if you, if you, in the first five minutes of this Alice in Wonderland, you're not with it, it's going to be a rough road. Well, you know what's interesting? Someone wrote in a review, and I forget who it was, but someone said that um, this is not a Tim Burton film that was made by Walt Disney. It feels like a Walt Disney film that was made by Tim Burton. It yeah. doesn't have a lot of his uh, motifs, apart from some of the interesting visual stuff and some of his stylistic tendencies. But it, it's it's much more conventional, and that that grounds it, and that makes it a bit more accessible to a lot of audiences, but to a lot of Tim Burton fans, which there are many. Yeah. I don't want to say it's not a betrayal. It's not wrong. It's not it's not like Planet of the Apes, where it feels completely <laughs> out of his oeuvre. <laughs> that, but, was, uh, that, was, that was a for hire. That, you think that, was, that was definitely for hire, but I feel like, uh, I, I feel like it's... I don't want to say compromise, but it feels like he did compromise a bit and make it a bit more and try to take back, you know, a little bit from what he normally pushes into a movie rather than just letting it play. Well, I'm like glad he did. I think it did. I think it worked out from, I don't want to see this from him all the time, but yeah. I think it worked out from very well here and I think it's a very good movie. Well, um, speaking of good movies, the judgments have been passed this past week and we had the Oscars and uh, Bibiani, you yes. posted on your Facebook that uh, what was your score on, on getting Oscars wrong? I got oh got wrong. Your predictions. Your predictions. Okay, I uh, let me let me just prove this. I was having a, a bit of an online contest with another uh, film critic that I work with on the California Literary Review. What's her name? Uh, Julia Rhodes. She's adorable. Yes. Dot com. 
Duck. What? Okay. So, I don't know, but anyway, but anyway, so we were having a thing where whoever got the most uh, predictions right, we did it publicly. <laughs> we would become like their blog bitch for like a couple of months, and she can the winner will assign like whatever assignments they want. Right. So I had a lot invested in this, uh, and I ended up getting eleven right, and she got nineteen. Oh, you so suck. she oh, kicked my she cleaned the ass. Floor. She mopped the floor. Rode me hard and put me in the stable wet. That makes for a better Oscars, though, doesn't it? Because it was. You, you were probably being very cynical. I, I, I was being, I was being rather cynical. I think a couple of times. Actually, it was weird. A couple of things that I lost, I lost because I was being cynical. A couple of things I lost because I was being too hopeful. Uh, but the thing that I liked was that it, a lot of awards this year were not a given. Even though Avatar was considered like a rampaging right. Oscar gobbling monster. Uh, it lost several yeah. technical awards. It lost the sound design awards, which really weirded me out. To the bad guy from Die Hard. Um, yeah, to one of the uh, albino, creepy, dreaded twins from The Matrix. Yeah, yes, from yeah. the doctor from Funny People. That's true, yeah. But, uh, no, but it's true. And uh, that's what happened. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, no, Hurt Locker, the little train well. that could. Hurt Locker did very well. I was surprised to see that it got an original screenplay win. Uh, I don't think it was the best screenplay nominated. I really would have preferred uh, Inglorious Bastards or Up uh, mm. to get that award, but uh, good for them. Even Precious was considered something of an underdog. Everyone thought that was going to go to Up in the Air because it was like the only thing it could have possibly won. Because mm -hmm. all the act, all the all the acting categories were a lock, and none of them were terribly surprising. Um, although they did that thing again this year, where they only did it for like the lead acting categories, where like people who knew the lead actors get up and say like. Jeremy Renner, you are great. I enjoy getting drunk and fucking bitches with you. And, uh, oh, George Clooney, always a classy guy. And I'm like, you know, this is self-congratulatory enough. <laughs> we're, just, we're reaching, like, a, a, a nexus point here where the Oscars are going to fold in on themselves and we're all going to lose all these actors forever. Sally Titchy was pretty funny, though. Sally Titchy was good. No, listen, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't like anyone did a bad job. And I was actually very happy with the way everyone presented themselves at the Oscars. Uh, Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin were funny, but they didn't, like... Make it about them. They didn't make it about them. Yeah. That's a very good thing. And I think it's something that uh, a lot of Oscar hosts have, have missed. Another thing they did was um, they just kept it moving. They, they, they just kept it going. And the other thing they didn't do was they didn't pander to anyone. They didn't pander to the audience. They didn't pander... They, they, they didn't insult anyone, I think is what right. I'm getting at. They didn't insult the actors for being... Like, Chris Rock did this when he hosted. He was, like, kind of mean to all the actors. Like, you guys are so out of touch. You know, everyone then he goes and makes then he goes and makes another piece of shit movie. Exactly, or 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 well, they or, probably are right. Well, fair enough, but uh, no, they, I thought they were they were very classy. They were very funny, um, and uh, Sandra Bullock. I was not terribly happy that she won, but she had a really really funny, sweet acceptance speech that really took the edge off of it. Um, Catherine Bigelow obviously won uh, first female to win best uh, act, uh, director. Although when they had Barbara Streisand present the award. Uh, it would kind of like, oh, well, okay, the woman's going to win. Okay, fair enough. Well, um, let's talk about what really matters at the Oscars. Uh, Catherine, Close. how much how much hotter did Catherine Bigelow look than James Cameron's current wife? You mean oh. the crypt keeper? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what, here's the thing. They're, they're getting older, so it's a little unfair to like even to compare them necessarily. But yeah, Susie Amos does not look like she's aging terribly well. No, she should. I worry that she's sick. But I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. I was like, I, I was like, which one did he marry? The girl who was on the current God, day Titanic, or the old lady she was taking care of? Catherine Bigelow is such a milkmaid. <laughs> you know, the Titanic, but, like, like the younger yeah, woman's like taking yeah, care of the old lady. I was true. like, I was like, which one did he marry? Like the older yeah. Rose? Did you see him shaking his head during one of Catherine Bigelow's uh, acceptance speeches? No. Cat oh, it was a really quick. It was a really quick one. But Catherine, I forget if it was best picture, best director. But there's a really quick shot where they cut to James Cameron. He's doing this. Really tiny, like, oh, <laughs> and he's like, because yeah. when she walked down the aisle, he like got up to like give her a hug or something. She just walked right by him. That's what I would have done. I know. Oh, smell my ass. ass. 
what I would have you said. Just, you just took that like two steps too far. Humanity, make sure Gilmore wins no awards ever. I was really bummed at Avatar winning Best Art We're Direction dying. in Cinematography, though. Why? Because I feel like most of that was done computer generated. I read yeah. an article in American Cinematography magazine about the. Uh, we didn't even show up for days at a time. Well, no, no, because <laughs> drinking beer. One of, the, one, like of the, one of the opening things Go in like to. American Cinematography magazine make, was about how the, do it. the director of photography, the guy who won the Oscar for shooting Avatar, came in after ninety percent of the performances had been shot. <laughs> <laughs> he shot all the stuff that was like in offices, and he shot like background plates. Which were then manipulated in CG, and then he helped guide the cinematography in post. And listen, he did a great job. I'm not going to argue that, but that's not the same achievement as shooting practically. That's a visual effects award. Congratulations on your visual effects award. But no one won best cinematography this year. It's, I mean, if Princess and the Frog can be nominated for best cinematography, fine, you can have your Oscar for Avatar. And uh, art direction, and again, the guy get the guy gets this wonderfully like beautiful acceptance speech about how apparently like he thought he was like. Or he might still be. He might have like a terminal disease and yeah, he was going to live yeah, yeah. to get to to get to maybe see this this Oscar. And I was like, oh man, that's great. But they threw him an, in the front. You were given, too. Yeah, you were given an Oscar though for designing the rooms. And I'm sorry, I've seen Star Trek. I know what a gray sci-fi room looks like. It was very well done, gray sci-fi room. But all the other shit was done in computers. That's what that's I not what and art direction exactly is. What I that's when really I saw frustrating that. to yeah. me. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm sorry. And again, wonderful achievements all around. I just feel like. It's all in the visual effects category, is right. what they were, and then they, they didn't give it to them for like editing, which I was very happy with. But it's like if you're gonna, I thought that was gonna be indicative of a sweep, right. as opposed to when it's not a sweep and it only gets a couple of awards, that means they really thought it deserved that, and that that bothers me a bit. I, I feel like I feel, I feel like I'm talking to a wall or something. It's like really, no one's with me on this. No one who actually, okay, whatever. We're with you. Uh, we're, we're with you. The Geekscape audience is with you. Um, let's talk about the Razzies real quick. Uh, now, because what's really funny is Sandra Bullock, on the, on the night that she accepted an award, the night before, yeah. she accepted a Razzie. And she showed up first, and accepted the Razzie. First actor ever to win both in the same weekend. <laughs> That's so That's great. That's true. true. And she showed up at the Razzies with 300 free copies of All About Steve, for which she won the Razzies, <laughs> gave them to everyone there and says, listen, and she, she said this, I want you to watch it again, and if you really think I deserve it, that's fine. But if you watch it again and you really think someone else was worse, I'll give it back next year. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair enough. That is, uh, that is funny. I, Transformers 2, of course, won for, uh, for worst film. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's hard to argue with that, although I still think G.I. Joe was worse. G.I. Joe was a million times worse. G.I. Joe was worse. Really, yeah. really worse. I rewatched Transformers, Transformers 2 like just the other day. What's worse about it? watchable scenes is nah. the thing. It's really, I mean, it's what's, really what's worse stupid. About, what's it's worse really about Transformers yeah. 2 is that it's longer. It, it certainly feels long. Yeah. I'll give it, it that. It didn't feel long. G.I. Joe felt eternal. G.I. Joe is, is, is just inept in a lot of ways. And I feel like Transformers 2 was made by people who knew what they were doing, but had exactly the wrong material. It's like it's like with like a decent... Because a lot of the problems yeah. with it are really script-based. It's like, yeah. why are the pairs showing up at the end? The Decepticons just drop them off. They don't even kill them or say, like, give us the boy or we'll kill the parents. They literally just drop the parents <laughs> off and then move away. <laughs> I was I watched this again just the other night. I'm I watched, not gonna watch it again. The, we watched, I, I will Oscar, never watch that movie again. I was at an Oscar party, and the whole thing was we watched the Oscars, and then after the Oscars, we watched the movie that won the Razzie for Worst Picture, and so we watched it. And I was watching like this is even dumber than I remember. And how the hell many times can you hear the song Twenty One Guns in yeah. a single film? Yeah. Apparently the they answer is eighty. And for you fans of the song Twenty One Guns by Green Day, I'm no longer a fan. The um the the that movie solo, killed it. The guitar solo, the bridge. On that, yeah. um, listen to the first two phrases of it. It is it's a taken. theme from Full House. 
It's the, it's the theme from Full House, and uh, and uh, and I think that I think. And I think that's I think that's payback for when um, that one band cut my life down into pieces. Died. What did they do? This what? is my last resort. <laughs> they they ripped off that one uh, Green Day song where in the video they're all hanging out in a junkyard. It's like oh, a basket case. Da da That being said, one of the worst musical choices of all time. Mm-hmm. Let me just say this: is the uh, that song you were doing, Brain yeah. Stew. One of the mo- worst too, yeah. musical choices in the history of music was when they did the Godzilla soundtrack. Oh. And it was just Brain Stew, the exact same song uh. with Godzilla sounds throughout. So it was like, da not It's the lamest <laughs> Maybe that's what inspired the cut my face down into pieces or whatever it's called. This Maybe. is my last resort. Uh, uh, guys, the Iron Man 2 trailer hit after the Oscars on Jimmy I Kimmel. I yeah, but you can watch it right now. You can watch it on the Geekscape website. Yeah. I uh, posted it's it on your chest. I posted it right away on the Geekscape website. Now I gotta embed that shit. Thanks a lot, guys. I just have Scarlett Johansson's here right now so I can do this too. Oh, <laughs> uh, guys, this this what the, what? You get so much more story in this one. Oh, good. So you, oh, the story's there. You get a lot more of Sam does, Rockwell's character recruiting he, Mickey Rourke I, I have a theory, and yeah. sending a shitload of armored warriors again it's like the armory wars it's like yeah. a, it's like tony stark and war machine versus a shitload of other iron men in, in that car crash is tony stark gonna is that gonna be like how tony stark fucks up his spine i don't know but that's what i was thinking but, when but, i saw but, that first trailer it's like holy shit he's in a huge car crash without his iron man armor he's gonna be in a wheelchair for the rest of the film <laughs> he's gonna become mantis the the uh <laughs> well watch uh, well, i was in a wheelchair in a lot of the comics well Come we'll on. we'll watch the trailer what yeah, one thing that. that one thing that reveal that's revealed here is that mickey worker is one of the other drivers because you see him tearing off one of the driving suits and i'm like oh, oh it must be pretty easy to get into like the I, monaco gp yeah. um but uh the the trailer's awesome. I uh, yeah, I'm the so trailer's awesome. Man. You really, need, you really need to watch this and trailer. Like some, we got some cool movies to look forward to this summer. We got Iron Man coming out. I'm actually really looking forward to. Um, that. Oh, I'm really looking forward to Prince of Persia. You looking forward to Prince of Persia? Bad casting. Aside, I am too. I am too. Aside from that casting of, J- of Jake Gyllenhaal, who I'm sure will do as good as he can possibly do. The, I love the director. The trailers look pretty cool. I, I, it looks faithful to the game for the most part. I'm I got to tell you, uh, the movie I'm looking forward to this summer, mm-hmm. and you guys may yell right now, mm-hmm. is The Last Airbender. Uh, I am I, looking forward to yeah, it. I'm I have. How are you not? I, I'm sorry, but... I, why not? I showed you Appa in that one you trailer. Did. No, and I'm, listen, I'm going to see it, and I'm going to see it opening night. Don't get me wrong. I have to be put to rest. Yeah. I have to be put to rest whether or not Shyamalan has destroyed I this. I feel like I'm And I know the actors are going to I know the actors are going to suck. I know yeah. the child actors are going to suck. Yeah. Again, again, you know, I've been rewatching a lot of Avatar lately and it's such a perfect show in so many like practically every respect. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I, I would love to see it done some kind of justice on, on cinema. Nothing I've seen in the trailers is really wowing me. I yet. know. But it's not it doesn't look like it's bad though. It doesn't look like they totally fucked it up except for the casting. Right. And for all I know, for all I know, the casting's gonna work out. Wouldn't it be nice? Let's just imagine for a second that that, that the casting really the, having the out having right. the water tribe people be white kids. How the really hell are Eskimos white kids? Rock, that's that's like, offensive to me. So is the word Eskimos to Eskimos. How the hell are the Inuits white people? <laughs> so, uh, thank you. Thank so you for keeping me honest. We live in the reflection of the sun you. off oh, of yeah. ice, and we're so still much. glaringly white, right? Yeah. Um, guys, the summer uh, the summer after, or maybe it's the holiday season after, we got Green Lantern coming. 
yes. And they're talking about doing the. It's being shot for 3D. Yeah. Okay. Green Lantern 3D. Let's live with that. I'm okay with that. I'm not gonna fight that. I mean, okay. Whatever. It's it's. I'm better. I'm happier if it's made for 3D than if they tack it on after. It's made for 3D. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not excited about seeing Clash of the Titans in 3D. And again, I think made for 3D. And this is what I, I really hope it means. Uh, what I really hope made for 3D means is that they're gonna shoot it really bright. Mm-hmm. So I can enjoy it in 3D. Well, it's the Green, it's, saying, it's a Green Lantern. He's flying. He, he's Martin fighting Campbell's people with light. He's a badass. He's a great director. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan. So uh, maybe. Uh, speaking of great directors who've done comic book properties, Sam Raimi is spearheading the Shadow. Now. Yeah, but well, he might not be directing it. May not be directing it, but yeah. you know what? Th- this this property. Fishtail mm-hmm. so in line with his sensibilities oh, that I'm if, like, even, I'm into the, it. even the last movie, the one Russell Mulcahy did, feels a lot like a Sam Raimi movie right. with that with that uh, stop motion animation knife and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, what, a movie it really isn't that bad. It's it's all over the place, but it's not. No, it didn't kill me. I was oh, watching this and I was like, you're you're clearly not sure that this movie isn't Dick Tracy. It looked like the smoke monster. The shadow. The shadow looks like the smoke monster. But that's cool. It's weird for me that everyone's so obsessed with doing the shadow because honestly, aside from maybe knowing like the catchphrase, who knows what evil lurks within the hearts of men? The shadow. There's knows. not much more there. No one. Well, it's not yeah. there's not more there. It's like no one knows it. Right. No one's like, oh, dude, the shadow. What about it? I mean, King Kong is like from that era, and everyone remembers and knows King Kong. Flash Gordon. Everyone's got like a sense of Flash Gordon. The shadow is. Everyone's just kind of like, oh, he's that guy. Yeah, I mean, well, other, 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 other than oh, Flash Gordon. Other yeah. than Flash Gordon, who's a little before that, what pulp yeah. heroes do you think could translate to the screen and would actually still carry some weight in their well, name? Yeah, I, don't, I can't... Zorro? I, well, Zorro, yeah. I'll give you Zorro. Zorro could work. Zorro still did. Uh, the Lone Ranger. People still Lone know Ra- the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Zorro again? Uh, he, he'll, he'll always have a certain degree of validity, just because in everyone Spain. knows Zorro. Everyone knows Zorro. If nothing else, you have that, no matter what happens. Those and then were fun. Not yeah, this first the one, first the second one, one sucks. Speaking Legend of Zorro Martin Campbell. Awful. Uh, and then um, what, what else? Well, I mean, Doc Samson was cool, but most people don't know a lot about him. Tarzan was a pulp Tarzan. Hero. Tarzan. We. I, I would love to see a badass ta- live action Tarzan. Like on, the, not, like on the WB? No, no, a badass <laughs> live action one? Tarzan. No, I, I know what you're talking about. But uh, I, I don't. I always wish that, like, wouldn't it be great to see like a Last of the Mohican style with like, like Michael Mann's Last of the Mohican style Tarzan, you know? Or with a not Avatar plot. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's always, that's always had that element of it, you know, yeah, that that's encroaching. Well, I mean, that, that, that was always endemic to the uh, to the to the premise. So you that's can't why do I much still of haven't seen Avatar. I'm so sick of oh, yeah. But you know, you look at the if you look at uh, like the first couple of Tarzan. I mean, the first Tarzan movie that they did, with Johnny Weissmuller. Oh, no, no. The John, like the old okay. one was okay. was. It was really dark. I mean, they go out. They're going to try to find. You know, they're going to try to like hunt the uh, the the, the, the elephant or whatever. No, oh, the, elephant. the elephant. I don't know. And. Um, but there's a bit where basically... Why are you trying to finish his sentences if you don't... Because yeah, he's, cause, cause he's stammering know. like a retard. Jane gets Jane gets captured, okay? Uh, everyone's like scared. All the hunters are trying to get her back or everything. They find her. Tarzan's been taking care of her. She kind of likes him. And then they end up shooting one of his ape friends, okay? <laughs> and, and the ape dies. And Tarzan's like, what the fuck is this? And then, and then they take Jane. <laughs> that would they, be you. They Somebody take would Jane shoot you. And they go away in like this caravan. They're, trying to, they're just trying to get out of there. Meanwhile, Tarzan is killing all of them one by one. That's it's awesome. A, it's really kind of badass. It's sort a, of like a Punisher War Zone Tarzan. A lot. That's great. Not 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 not. It's but a good. Not it's a it's, it's a Robert Hill like it, Walter Hill. Walter Hill like, yeah, like Tarzan. Like, it is. It's really cool. Tarzan the Ape Man. It's Tarzan Judgment and Night. his mate. The first two Tarzan movies are still really badass, and I, I I think you can totally do something with those and make them really cool again. Um, but instead they're going to make a Gilligan's Island movie. They are going to make a Gilligan's Island movie, and I'm so <laughs> excited to see who they're, what, what fat comedian they're going to get to play the skipper. 
Right. Is it going to be Artie Lang? Kevin no, no, no. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be Kevin James. Uh, it's it's going to be Artie Lang. Artie Lang's going to Artie Lang. You you can't get insurance on Artie Lang as a studio. That's probably true. That's probably true. Uh, but but Ian McKellen is going to yeah. play uh, is going to play Mr. Howell. Maggie the, Smith the, is going to play the, Mrs. Howell. The, the, oh the my god. Question, I just the real sold question this movie. is the real question is who the, who's going to play the hotties? Uh I'm not worried about the hotties. I'm worried about who they I I predict they're going to try to get a Beecher. Yeah, probably. His official would be good. Feature. Probably. But, but, um, I predict, I predict, and do I don't mean I this... Should, in... Do you think I should put my hat in the ring for a Gilligan? No, you're not a Gilligan. Okay. You know what you are? You're the guy who comes to the island and, like, they think they're going to get him off, but actually he's kind of a douchebag. All right, I'll live with yeah. that. <laughs> well, actually, what they need to do is they need to remake uh, the Gilligan's Island meets the Harlem Globetrotters. And they have to play a basketball team with a basketball team of uh, made of robots uh-huh. uh, in order to get everyone off the island. With, do they play with like coconuts or something like that? Something like that, yeah. yeah. But it's in 3D. They okay. Take all, they should take and, all uh, the elements of Lost. I'm gonna start writing the, into that. I'm gonna start writing the script right now. That's good. He's, the he's elements of Lost, Bibiani, you raised like, such a great point that this series may just turn into the stand. It's turning into the stand. The plot's kicking in, but it's turning into the stand. Like really. Let's not openly. spoil anything, but that, the, that that does that, trouble well, me. They even they even reference it like early in the series. There was a flashback with Juliet in her book club with the others, in which she said her favorite book was The Stand. And everyone in the book club was like, oh, no, this is just like some kind of cheap, pulpy, you know, kind of thing. It's like, no, you don't understand. I really love this book. It's full of the symbolism. And then the plane crashes. Right. And I'm like, really? Okay. Well, wow. it's something. And I'm, at least it's moving. It's, so it's, we know it's how really the series plot-head. is going to yeah. end then. Kind of. A giant don't, hand. Don't you see that, though? Don't you see Green that? Um, bars, <laughs> guys, uh, speaking of alternate realities, uh, Justice League... <laughs> Infinite Earth? What is Justice League Crisis, Crisis on Two Earths Crisis came out a couple of weeks ago. And this is the animated movie. Animated movie, one of DC's animated features. It is, I think it is probably the single best DC animated feature they've done And you before. have a little Owlman thing on your... I do. Your, I got it at Best Buy and it feels like a little Owlman action figure. I was wondering where you got that Owlman. Yeah. I like that Owlman. It's a really nice little Owlman. Yeah, it was, it's the James Woods Owlman, which I kind of like. Uh-huh. I think James Woods is the bad guy in the uh, Justice League. And this is, I thought that this was based on Grant Morrison's it's, Earth it's 2 series. It's heavily inspired by it. It's, it doesn't follow it exactly, but it's very much Grant Morrison's Earth 2. There's uh, there's the uh, there's Earth 2, where all the superheroes are, are bad guys, all the superheroes are good guys, and like the it's last basically, surviving superhero is like Luthor. Yeah, it's basically an yeah. alternate Earth where Superman, yeah. Wonder Woman, uh, the Justice League have evil yeah. versions. They run the world because there's nobody stopping them, except... Lex Luthor. Yeah, and Lex Luthor is is the last surviving superhero on this world, and he comes to our Earth world. One, yeah. yeah, well, not our world. Oh well, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, well, we know the world of the Justice League, and to recruit the Justice League to try to get him to, to save the day. And then uh, what happens is, and I don't want to ruin it for you because actually, like the main plot, like should have asked you to let me borrow it. I, I it's on, I only have it on Blu-ray. Uh, how dare you? Um, but I, I'm going to get to something else about that in a second. But uh, but basically, when, once they get there, though, uh, basically Owlman finds out something. I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's really cool. That ends up jeopardizing all realities. And that deviates from the Earth, that, that, Then it becomes a bit more Crisis on Infinite Earths kind of thing. Uh, but it's very, very cool. All the action sequences are great. The acting is really good. Um, and the plot doesn't feel choppy. Usually in these DC things, it feels really choppy. Like they, like they had to rush it a bit. Or they amalgamated a couple yeah. storylines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this one really flows very, very nicely. All, it, it, the, all developments are really strong. And I'm a big, big fan. But the coolest part about the DVD is that it comes with a 10-minute uh, short film with a Spectre. I heard about this. Yes, Gary Cole awesome. plays the Spectre. It is awesome. It's written by Steve Niles. Uh, it's directed by Joaquin uh, De Los Santos, uh, who uh, did a lot of the episodes of Avatar. All the music and sound effects were done by the track team. He did all the music and sound effects for Avatar. And it plays like a 1970s uh, pulp 
grindhouse crime film. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's really... I, I cannot stress enough how cool it is, and I really hope that's something they keep doing, is giving like, smaller characters like Spectre, who are really cool, but probably can't carry their own film, is to give them a short. On a Dead, Man, features. Dead Man would be Dead awesome. Dead Man would be kind of A cool. lot of the Wednesday Comics characters that were in the backup storylines that weren't, yeah, you know... Yeah, yeah. You, could, you could do that for a lot of guys. I mean, Aquaman could probably have like a really cool like 10-minute short or something Metamorpho. like that. Metamorpho. Metamorpho would be kind of neat. Challengers of the Unknown mm-hmm. would be totally badass. Detective Chimp. Oh, dude. Yeah, that, that'd be great, actually. That'd hey, be- I'm here. I'm here, man. You guys want to hire me? I'm here. Yeah. I'm full of good ideas. Um, comic books, let's just talk briefly about comic books, because there's a lot of video games news. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I the only comics I've read in, like last week, I've uh, caught up on Blackest Night, and it's still caught good, but it's show? just going on for so long. It is long in the yeah, tooth. We, we, we talked about, about that last week. week. Yeah, and um, really, uh, there you go. You win. Um, it's not, how that, it's not how the game is played, Jonathan. If I play the game, the episode ends. <laughs> like I can't play Jinx on Geekscape. Um, not with that attitude. The, uh, the uh, Gilmore and I went and bought comics the other day, and uh, I read maybe three so far. I've been uh, with the new site and everything. We've just been working hard, guys. We're doing it or hardly working. No, working. Hard, we're doing an episode this week because for the next two weeks, I'm going to be in South by South, at South by Southwest and in South by Southwest. Technically, if you think of People versus George Lucas premiering there, uh, I'm going to be there with George Caller, our producer, and Brent Moore and Austin and Noel Nocciolo, who writes the music columns. So we're going to be covering South by Southwest. So, guys, this is the last Geekscape for the next two weeks. The rest wow. of it's going to be video content. You're going to get on the new site, HD stuff. Written content. I'm going to see some kick-ass. So I'm going to see to, some great uh, stuff. Just to compensate for the lack of uh, podcast next week, we're going to make this one two hours. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, Gilmore, how, how are we actually doing on time? 25 minutes. Yeah, we're, we're racing through this. But but it's your birthday today as of the taping of this episode. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. So everybody just say today, happy birthday. Happy birthday. as of the taping... Well, you when it airs today. today. Well, well, today the, the taping. This is going to be up for another five days. Yeah, as of, as of Monday, March eighth. <laughs> I am I am officially a year old. It's like an evil plot you have is going to be up for five days. This is going to collect dust on my desk for about five days. But you know what? I'm really happy. To be like, oh, too. I am because that means I outlived Kurt Cobain. Oh, yeah. I'm officially better than Kurt Cobain. Quitter at everything. Clearly. How old are you? I am 28. Ooh, congratulations. Thank congratulations. you very much. I'm still in my late 20s. and trying to enjoy that while I can. Why start now? <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, fuck the shit I'm <laughs> Fuck all of y'all. Okay? I'm not actually going to leave. <laughs> I'm not actually going to play Jinx either. I'm not actually going to leave. That's your punishment. I'm going to go stand next to my friend Brian. <laughs> Hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. <laughs> I'm fingers right. Your fingers left. <laughs> okay, video games. Video games. Ah, no. Video games have had a crazy week. Um, <laughs> but one other drinking game this week is is drink whenever I blow out your speakers. <laughs> I would think I would think that speak whenever 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 Bibiani makes you belly laugh. Aww, I, I, you are you are hilarious. Um, there's a lot of uh, yeah. big, there's a lot of big news here on video games. Uh, yeah, big week for video games. We're looking forward to this God of War three coming out in like 
two weeks, a week. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's gonna be here on the sixteenth. It's gonna be epic and cool. It's getting and you're perfect fight reviews. In third person. It's gonna be neat. But this game is getting perfect reviews across the board so that's far. That's true. But I, I get the impression that that starts meaning a little less and less when certain films, certain games are getting like perfect reviews. And they like, usher yeah. it in because based it's on it, yeah. based on a franchise. Easier on things nowadays. I feels like they're. It feels like video game critics are often like getting susceptible to hype. Or the Kool Aid. A lot. Yeah, a little the, bit. A little bit. And I, 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 I'm sure it's good. But Bayonetta was getting perfect reviews, and and I enjoyed Bayonetta. That is not a perfect game. <laughs> that game has massive flaws in it that, that kept it from being a perfect game. It's very fun. I would recommend picking it up. But they got perfect reviews, and that's really stupid once you start playing it. So uh, I, I, I'm sure it's awesome, though. Don't get me wrong. And I, I, all the God of War games have been great, and video game sequels are often better. So we don't have that kind of trepidation right. as we have with movies. So no, it could be cool. Let's well, um... I know a game that's perfect that is a sequel. Um, and this, this, this news from the front page of our website got me so excited when Jake108 posted it. You guys can post your own news on the front page of the website. What you do is you submit it, go to the front page of the website, submit news you've read from around the web. One of our editors... Give us a link from where it was on the web so yeah. we can check it out. One yeah. of, and one of our editors will post it right away. Uh, Jake108 submitted this news piece that LucasArts is going to do a special edition of Monkey Island 2. This is the best... Monkey Island that they did. I love. I love I all. I love. I love all four of the PC Monkey Island games. But Monkey Island Two is the best one. And getting a special edition That's as the good. Only one I played actually. You know, I didn't play them when they came out. My computer wasn't good enough to play them when it came out. Wow. That's how. That's how sad that is. That's crazy. I know. So I'm looking forward to playing for the really? first time. I, I had a, like a compact Presario, and I could. I I would have been lucky to have a compact Presario. I upgraded my computers based on whether or not I could play Wing Commander, the Monkey Island games, or like an Ultimate game. Yeah. Which is crazy. One of the ga- movies I'm really looking forward to at South by Southwest is about Richard Garriott, Man on a Mission. Oh, that's it's a, that's it's, a, it's fun, a movie yeah. about how he how he went up to the to his father was an yeah. astronaut. Yeah, yeah. And he went up to the into space, followed mm-hmm. his dad into space, and when he came back, he's like, you know what? I'm not doing video games anymore. I'm going to work on something else. And uh, it was just a life changing life changing uh, achievement that you know right. he, he documented. But anyway, if if Luke is supposedly this this. Announcement's going to come later this week or next week, but LucasArts mm-hmm. announcing Monkey Island 2 special and it's edition. Be on, and it's going to be on all platforms. It's going to be on PSN, too. It's going to be PSN. It's going to be on the iPhone. The first one was on, uh, the, first one was on the Eventually uh, on the iPhone. This one's going to come out. first one was eventually on the iPhone. Eventually on... But uh, I'm excited about that. And you know what? Uh, Mac users, you're not going to be without because it looks like Steam is coming to the Mac and Valve is bringing some of their heavy-hitting games to the Mac. Finally, I can buy a Mac. <laughs> is that, yeah. that, I mean, as a Mac fan of myself, like, like, yeah, I love uh, like, the Mac. I just like, never been able to justify the purchase. Right. Didn't have Steam. At E three, at E three, when they announced that true. that they were going to put all the Lucasfilm mm-hmm. Arts classics out on Steam or any of oh, those that huge cool. games, that was a great thing. Yeah. You know what I loved on uh, that, that was put out on Steam on a great sale mm-hmm. was Freedom Force. Those two video game Freedom Forces that were right around the time that um, it, it came out, like two thousand, two thousand one. It was a video game. It was before uh, X-Men Legends or, or yeah. Ultimate Alliance, but it felt like that. Okay. And you played it on your PC, and you made your kind of uh, Silver Age, Golden Age teams, and you went around the city. And, and it, was, it, cool. played, it played a lot of service to the, like, the yeah. Kirby era artwork. Cool. Cool. And oh, guys, I remember seeing the cover yes, for that now. I remember yes. seeing the cover and being relatively intrigued. Bibiani, Freedom Force is a great game, and okay. you can get it on Steam for like $7. So a Mac user like myself, I can relive those 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 days of playing Freedom Force and uh, Rise of the Third Reich, which was the second and, Freedom uh, Force game. And you heard what else happened on Steam over the course of the last week? 
they uh, started phantom updating uh, portal yeah that's insane that's really cool they started if you if you your, your portal if you download it off steam updated and it has like new radio stations now that allude to things in the new game and they changed the ending they added like five seconds to the ending that sets up portal 2 and then they announced that Portal 2 will be coming out on uh, in November. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing about about here's the, here's the crazy thing about Steam coming to the Mac. If you download a game for one platform, mm-hmm. you can play it on the other. If you download yeah. something for the Mac, you own it for the PC and vice versa. Mm-hmm. The other crazy thing is your progress saves mm-hmm. are updated simultaneously. Nice. So so you know it's the future. It's, it's insane. Uh, Portal 2 is going to be the first game that's yeah. simultaneously released on, bo- on both yep. Mac and PC. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have that's uh, amazing. It's gonna have multiplayer, and it's going to have a separate multiplayer uh, campaign. Just, just send just your friends yeah. to the floor. It's, I'm, yeah, have fl- you can have floor races. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this. I mean, this, it's Portal. It's one of the best games ever made. I really just cannot talk. But that is not the end of what's coming to... to <laughs> a game that is not sentient. <laughs> that's not the, the, the end of what's coming to downloadable content. Um, our boy Andy Boy on the on the new website <laughs> downloaded, uh, or submitted this news that Shank and Deathspank are coming to uh, uh, Xbox Live from EIA. Yeah. And what's, what Shank? Game? Shank looks like yeah. it's amazing. Like it has amazing animation. It looks like a really cool uh, game. But I'm excited about Death Spank because it was because oh, it was, was created by Ron okay. Gilbert, who created Monkey Island. Okay, it's very cool. I, I do want to say though that I am not familiar with Shank and Death Spank. So when I heard Shank and Death Spank, I thought they were cops and they were partners. <laughs> no, it's like these are two Shank different games. Plays by the rules and Death Spank. Oh man, <laughs> he worships the devil. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he'll sacrifice criminals. He'll 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 do that thing. Uh, no, these are two different games. Shank is Shank is like a Shank is like a brawler with like really cool cell animated looking yeah. uh, graphics. And Death Bank, what else do I have to say? It's Ron Gilbert. Yeah, no, you no, know, who cool. uh, hopefully has a little bit more of a successful return than Tim Schafer, who I thought mm-hmm. made a really good seventy-five percent game. Yeah, I, th- I still think Psychonauts was a great game for me. Psychonauts was great. Yeah, Brutal Legend but, but Brutal Legend, Brutal Legend didn't quite. It was it was definitely worth picking up. It was definitely better than it could have been. Right. But it wasn't as good as it should have been. I like that. Um, another you can s- put that on the box. <laughs> another, s- <laughs> I'll put this half insult on my box for my video game. <laughs> um, nice if it was honest. You had to put a cross section of yeah. like every review like on the box. Mediocre. Like, it's the best game ever made. <laughs> and I wanted to kill someone because I had to play it. Uh, the other sequel uh, to a game that I thought was. Good, but not as good as it should have been, yeah. or the hype said with Scribblenauts. Right. Yeah, Scribblenauts was such a great idea, and it just doesn't play as well as it, you imagine it playing. In it your wears head. out very quickly. Yeah, it's something you can play for like five minutes, but you can't play it for like a long stretch. But I'm, hopefully, they'll work out the bugs because it's still such a neat concept, and they'll make it. Hopefully, they'll be able to. Hopefully, we'll be able to like move normally. What sucks with Scribblenauts yeah. is that the puzzles ended up being shorter than the time it took to turn on your DS, get through the menus, and Kinda, get to a puzzle. Yeah, so you're like, really, eh. Yeah. were really not terribly... Either not terribly complicated, or they were just weird. Like, they just took way too much effort to try to think of um, stuff to... Well, to what the sequel them. changes is it adds uh, adjectives. So you, okay. So you can put turbo... Like okay. Tyrannosaurus Rex. I, I I'd be much more happier if they were bragging about how they how they improved the control scheme. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, I I felt like that would be a, a way to do. It. I also feel like one of the things that was really difficult is when you're interacting with another character in Scribble Knots and you can't tell what the fuck they want. 
Right. You know, or, or they're, ta- they're tucking in yeah. shapes. I don't even know if this is even a bad thing. It's like, is this going to kill me if I touch it? I don't. I don't. I don't you don't always yeah. know in scribble knots, and I feel like that kept it from me. It, it felt like if this puzzle is going to be really simple, you need to understand everything within the environment at a glance. And I felt that Scribble Lads didn't sell that very well. When you can just stick a Mega Shark or a Polar Bear on it, who yeah. cares? Yeah, or Cthulhu. I, 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 Cthulhu, Cthulhu was a nice little touch, but Nyarlathotep was not in the game. And I thought that was bullshit. <laughs> you put Cthulhu in the game, but not Nyarlathotep. You guys <laughs> suck. What fucking lip service? My God, sirs. <laughs> Um, we skimmed, uh, you know, th- this news is not brand spanking new, but we mm-hmm. didn't talk about it. I think it's huge, the fact that Mario Galaxy 2 got a release date for May 23rd, which is very, very soon. That is very soon. It's very cool. You would think that, that they would be holding these out for Christmas. It can only make me think that the Zelda is the Christmas release. Because Mario Mario Galaxy Two is is coming in the same window as Punch Out did, yeah. As is the same window that yeah. Mario Kart did the year before. Well, maybe Mario maybe Galaxy Kid Two Christ is going to be the next big title. Well, uh, Metroid the other M, the the Metroid Two yeah. D game, yeah, is uh, is coming out in June. Yeah, it sounds like since Nintendo is really only yeah. rocking on the first generation ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Then. Uh, I would think that Zelda would be a like a like a November December release. You know, I'm sure I'm sure it'll come up in E3. That would that I'm would sure that would make a fanboy like myself happy. As yeah. it is, I'm gonna my wedding is ruined because <laughs> I'm getting married May 29th and May 23rd. I've got Mario Galaxy too. I, I I'm you sorry. have six days to finish it. You I'm sorry, sweetie. I'll be running around with Yoshi. It's gonna be awesome. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, uh, and the Koopalings are back. Which is gonna be nice. Well, they were they were back in uh, uh, the 2D one. Yeah, but not Mario Galaxy. Yeah, I want to see. I want to kick those guys' kick asses and uh, I want to kick their asses in three dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, You're gonna have to hit him with something three times. Bibiani, we've covered movies, we've covered comic books, we've covered TV and some video games. Anything else you'd like to add to the Geekscapist? Have we? Ha- have you guys talked about Heavy Rain yet? Well, all? we have a review up on the new site. Okay. Well, then I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. It. I'm just gonna add my two cents into that. I really loved it. I saw. I read the review, and I think they they were the old, you know, cautious about their optimism for yeah, it. I, I actually was a big, big health. fan. Yeah, I was a big, big fan. I just want to throw in my business. I think it's one of the best games. Ben I've Dunn in a while. fucking loves it. Everybody yeah. loves Heavy Rain. I think. Rain. I think. I think. I think. What I like about Heavy Rain, and I'm not going to go too long about this because again, it's redundant, but it really does try to uh, evoke emotions that most video games don't attempt, and I think it does an amazingly good job at it. Battletoads evoked emotions. Uh, Battletoads, oh god, Battletoads. When the Battletoads like the hardest video game you ever played? Battletoads is the reason I have low self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, we can come up with other reasons. <laughs> I beat I beat Battletoads using an emulator where you're like, you, where, where you literally have to like save it every millisecond and then reload right. if you screw up. Well, I remember the game. And then I got to, I got to the end of Battletoads and it was like, oh dude, I earned this fucking great ending. The end. Thank you. Oh. It literally is just like a screen with a really end on it. You see like yeah. something happen and that's it. That also, like, that just, hard, you gotta, you gotta get something at the just end. Just in yeah. case you didn't have that moment where you went to prom with a girl of your dreams and all you got was like a hug, that's what Battletoads gave you. Yeah, I didn't get laid at prom either. I didn't go to prom. You missed nothing. I didn't even get laid. Just the titles <laughs> of the show. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Gangscape. <laughs> that, that that was Geekscape. Just that happily. Like, I never went to prom. Geekscape. Ah! <laughs> After we just compared prom to Battletoads. <laughs> prom was my Battletoads. We're getting a shirt with that made on it for Comic Con. There's an entire prom show. was my Battletoads. 
Or Battletoads is my problem. No, no, problem with Battletoads. That sounds more pathetic. <laughs> Battletoads is your problem. It made it made it sound like you didn't go to prom because you're playing Battletoads. Problem was my battle. Uh, Battletoads just means like yeah. anger, futility, right? <laughs> exactly. And over too quickly. Problem was my Battletoads makes it makes it sound I, like I, I went to prom, but I understand your pain, guys. You didn't go to prom because you're playing Battletoads. <laughs> All right, uh, I think we're all satisfied with that episode. I think I'm gonna, we can all live without that. We can sound. put that to bed. But, uh, there's that episode, uh, guys. I will see you guys in two weeks when I get back from Austin. Yes, you will, and I'll I'll still be in my apartment, single. Ladies, he enjoys long walks on the beach. <laughs> Seriously, long walks. You're gonna need to bring a fucking tent. <laughs> <laughs> He'll bring the shovel. You bring the tent. <laughs> I enjoy long walks on the beach, shovel. <laughs> this is for when you poop. <laughs> two, 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 that is practical, okay? Ladies. I will not have yeah. you make fun of that. We two did that tracks, one time. Two tracks of footprints going one direction, one coming back. <laughs> That's it. God's there for half the trip. <laughs> God abandons you. I was helping one of the other 50 million people in the universe. What do you want from me? I love, <laughs> that would be so great to do that motivational post. He's like, that's what, he's like, oh, so that must be when you carried me. Nope, that's what I gave up on you completely. <laughs> oh, nope. That would be a good time for you to give up on this podcast completely because we're clearly, your, just, we're clearly just stretching it out for time. Your, your creation was my Battletoads. Oh. <laughs> We'll see you guys in two weeks, but keep checking the site for new content and buy some t-shirts. Check us yeah. out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at geekscape.net. Where can you see out. William Bibiani's work? You can see it at geekscape.net, yeah. the California Literary Review at calitreview.com, and occasionally on Crave Online. Yeah, he's reviewing movies for them, and they're fantastic reviews. Thank you very much, good set. Uh, Maybe Fanboy Funhouse will be out by the time. <laughs> That would be nice God. Wouldn't it? It's getting, it's getting less and less topical Maybe by the time I come back from Austin Fanboy Funhouse will be out I'm really funny in it And so is Gilmore I'm a character And Jonathan is In, uh, in two episodes We'll see you guys in two weeks Good night and God bless <laughs>